1: Edition of Abstract Science here on WLUW 88.7 FM. I'm your host for the first hour tonight, Mr. Joshua, and we're thankful, very thankful in fact, to have a special guest in the studio. We'll be sitting down, having a conversation with him in just a minute. It's all part of the Sim Fest, the Chicago, it's interactive or international? International, the Chicago International Movies and Music Festival that's going on, started tonight. It's going on all weekend. And as part of that, to promote a movie going on tomorrow night, feature documentary screening of the story of the Roland TR-808. We've got Grammy-nominated producer, DJ, and founding member of hip-hop group, public enemy Hank Shockley in the studio. We're going to be talking with him in just a minute and giving away tickets to the show a little bit later on. So keep it locked here on abstract science. in here hey hank how you doing i'm good man how you doing excellent thanks for testing the mic for me no problem (laughs) (laughs) so as i mentioned we've got a a piece of hip-hop history here in the studio with us so uh we're very thankful for you coming in and joining us oh no thank you it's my pleasure awesome awesome so we're here to talk about this documentary and so that's kind of where i wanted to start i mean obviously you know your work with public enemy and others is noteworthy because of the intricate sample stuff that you do that we were talking about before we got you on the air but i figured it would only be appropriate if we started talking about how the 808 fit into the fold for you as well well,
2: well if you notice that most of the samples that we're using for drums came from the 808 and then and it also came from its cousin which is the TR8000 <laughs> and then and then also the 9909 and the 707 and the 606 <laughs> the arsenal <laughs> exactly and 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 the reason you know the reason for it is because they all had different textures different sounds different feels and uh, but the 808 man it's amazing that how long it's still around and, and, and the new hip hop generation is like loving it now
1: yeah yeah absolutely and that's cool that you bring that up because so you had an article that was published on NPR today mm-hmm. I saw and one of the things that you were talking about there was hip-hop as a counterculture and it having its own language and I feel like the 808 was probably an integral part of that yeah
2: oh no doubt the 808 is the soundtrack you know it's like it's everyone's soundtrack uh and it's almost like you know it's like a turntable you know, if you go into a studio and and producer, you have a bunch of producers around, and they see the an 80, a real 808 because now it's all samples and, and and samples libraries and stuff. So when they see a real one, all the kids go, oh, "That's the 808," <laughs> and they they revere it like it's like it's something that came from you know like celestial. like came out, of, <laughs> <laughs> but it's but it's it's amazing that that they even recognize and know that, you know, today. So I think that that's the testament of how important it was. And and and, and as you see in the film, you know, the, the machine wasn't around very long.
1: Yeah, yeah, and um, so, and I, th- I feel like even still, like the machine in and of itself and the awe, but it sounds to me like even what you guys were doing with it was maybe not what came from the instruction manual. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs>
2: <laughs> first of all, tooting, tooting the, uh, uh, uh putting the sustain on the kick drum, is, you know, is probably one of them because not many people were really doing that kind of stuff, and, uh, and also, you know, sustain on the on the snare and the claps, and, you know, and 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 tuning the cowbell to get all kinds of like sci-fi sounds is another one that was cool in it, you know. But it's just had so many little goodies in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I
1: feel like that kind of like tweaking with it, distorting with it, playing with it, if you will, that that's, um, it sounds to me like that was kind of like a cornerstone of what you were trying to do early on with just with your sound in general. Um, oh, no you, doubt. You
2: didn't want things to be too clean, right? No, well, I, I, first of all, I, when I sampled the, the 808, I recorded on cassette first. So it went to cassette, then sampled just to give it that extra little like compression that little tape saturation and and a cassette there's you know till today there's still not a sound like a cassette and and it's a, it could be used you know i you know uh, on a lot of different you know situations sure sure
1: um so you know you're talking we're talking the machines we're talking uh the tape we're talking the sampling i wonder if just in general you could kind of take us
2: through the tools that you were using to to produce oh i mean first of all the the first tool was the turntable you have to have that that's the and and then the second tool was the mixer itself because at the time we had the uh i think it was the Newmark, the first Newmark series of mixers that they put out and it had a a three i'm sorry a five band equalizer on it and that was amazing because it allowed us to to you know Pick out certain frequencies from the record itself. Okay. And then, and then from there, the you know the arsenal just kept growing and kept getting bigger. Uh, came in and started with the Roland. I mean, sorry, with the Korg DDD1, which gave you one second of sample time, and that was it. But it gave you enough to give you a kick and a snare, <laughs> and that's all we needed. Um, but the uh, the other thing is 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 discovering the in Sonic Mirage which was now gives you a little bit like 3 seconds of sample so you're talking about you know and then we moved into the S900 which became a mainstay you know for everything that we was doing and as well as the uh and then moving into the SP12 and then the SP1200 okay okay and, and then to the and, okay. and to the MPC <laughs> <laughs> into the MPC 60 right 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 <laughs> um
1: and then also the record collection. I feel like that's like oh, that's got to be a tool in and of itself, right?
2: Record collection is iconic, man. Yeah. It's like I mean everything you can possibly imagine from spoken word to 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 bebop and and ragtime to to speeches to I mean I mean classical jazz, funk, you know, new wave, alternative rock, heavy metal, all kinds of, you know. So that's that's what made it fun. Right, right. And it's not even just
1: like, yeah, there's there's all this to choose from, but then I feel like with you, it's also how you use it. I think people kind of feel like, oh, yeah, like, this sample, this sounds cool. We're going to throw this on our track. It's going to add some color. I think it goes a bit deeper than that, yeah?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, the sample have to give you something back. And, and, and when you're sampling, even this, even the placement of your samples, for example, your truncation points are important. Because, you know, if you're truncating it, you know, like most, you know, a lot of people just go in there, truncate stuff on a one. And, and that's cool for a certain type of feel. But then if you start taking things on, it's off, you know, getting on the two or getting it in between the, the one and the two or the, or the, or the three and the four. It, it's those that little bit of air and pockets and stuff that you get inside there is what gives it makes stuff a little funky. And it also makes things unrecognizable. Sure. Kind of makes it your
1: own that way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So there was, sorry. um, You know, so one of the things that I wanted to build off of from that is like where you see today's music scene and... Do you feel that there's people that are kind of carrying the torch for that same kind of that thought process? And, you know, obviously the technology carries it forward. Mm-hmm. And so the techniques are different. But like, do you feel that, that there's artists where you like you recognize that spirit?
2: Oh, that, that's a course, man. <laughs> because I think, <laughs> I think that that yeah, I think that there's been genres that's been created now. I mean, the, the one thing that's really cool about, you know, doing the public enemy stuff is is going around to different artists from different genres and finding out how they've been inspired. It's like, it's like, it never ceases to amaze me. I was at a a psychedelic fest, you know, rock psychedelic fest from 60's kind of a vibration but with new artists and they were all telling me how they were inspired. I went to a country, I was, you know, in the country set and and I and I met Tim McGraw for the first time years ago and he was telling me how he was inspired by PE. I mean, I can go on for I go to the drum and bass culture and, and all the producers how they inspire by PE. I go into the industrial cast, how That inspired by It doesn't matter where you go and and and, and the beauty of it is is the is, is people can appreciate all the different layering and the textures and, and how it reverberates back to them. And I think that that's the thing. And, and, and now what we're seeing is a crop of with the, with the new technologies that you have today with softwares as Ableton and, and Reason and, you know, all these different, you know, applications that you can use that the, the stuff is intense now. I mean, uh, the whole brain feeder posse. You know, and I was when I was first talking to to uh, to Lotus, and he's and he and he and he was like, I use reason, and I was like, really? <laughs> you, you get all that crazy? I mean, he does some amazing stuff with it. You know, uh, I, I was sit, you know sitting down with Jamie Lydell, and you know, it's all all these cats that I think that are taking and, and pushing the envelope forward. I mean, there's too many to even name because the, I think that the entire business now is 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 has been awakened and they're using music and they're using sampling as a, as an integral part of it. And, and along with playing. And, and so we, they still haven't forgotten the acoustic instruments, but the electronic instruments is given credibility back to the acoustics again. Sure. Sure.
1: And so you bring up business and that's what something that I do want to wrap with you about, but I feel like this might be a good opportunity. You brought a couple, Tracks with you? Yeah, I just bought a couple
2: of like you know, couple of little you know, little bits and stuff that we was working on. Well, what me, do this we got? This is me and me and um, me and Mrk One out of Manchester, Manchester. Okay, all right. That's <laughs> and, uh, perfect for this and, show. And he did a and we just we just took a pe t- t- cut and we flipped it. So I, you can check it out. This well, you, we, we should play Gangsta first. Okay. So there you have it. Up next.
3: Gangsta, thieving, robbing, hustling, hustling, gangsta, thieving, robbing, 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 hustling, gangster. one
2: what we're listening to here, Hank. This is uh started out as built in Brooklyn because we started this track in Brooklyn, but then we later entitled it public enemies because the, the, the public now that is, is the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Taking it full circle.
1: <clears throat> so speaking of what you've, you know, that this is some of the stuff you're working on. Why don't you take us through a little bit of, you know, what do you got going on these days?
2: Well, mainly I'm doing a lot of like you know, uh, counseling and and with schools and building with schools. I speak. I do a lot of you know. I, I'm more of a, more of a, I don't know an activist. Okay. Taking taking a more of an active role and the activist the studio. role. Yeah, it's, it's for creativity. Okay. And, and, and because I think that that the, the thing that we don't have is what we had in the hip hop culture was we had a synergy that worked together. And I think that what's happening now is that we're losing a lot of great music because we don't have synergy. Everybody's isolated in their own little world doing their music. And that's not the way music's supposed to be done. Music is a community, and everybody's supposed to be participating in the community. And the more people that participate in the community, the better everything becomes because now you have these checks and balances on yourself. And so what's happening is that you have these, music is coming out and it is not going through any filter. So what you're getting is like just everybody doing their own thing and no one really connecting with each other or connecting to anything. So everybody has their own separate situations as opposed to bringing all the forces together. The 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 what the reason why you loved hip hop is because hip hop was not just about one artist. It was a unified collection of artists. There was a time when you know when when Fresh Prince first got their Grammy, you know, they didn't allow hip hop to to be televised and so the first grammy will smith and 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 jazzy jeff they refused it because none of the other artists were being televised and so that's not happening today and these are the kinds of things that we need to do because we have to take our music back on all levels because we are the creators we're the ones that's pushing this forward and we shouldn't allow anyone to tell us how our music should be packaged how we should be how should we should be getting how should we interact with each other or any of that stuff we should just we should just be free to do what we need to do and i think that that's what we're fighting for we're fighting for freedom on a creative front because creativity is the only thing that's going to save us from this this troubled world that we live in sure and so
1: that kind of goes back to the
2: The business thing that I called out
1: earlier is I feel like that's a big part of it. And that's also something that, I mean, you either figure it out the hard way or someone like you comes along to say, hey, like, here's how to protect yourself within the industry. Right. Exactly.
2: I mean, because I didn't one of the things I've never had anybody to do that for me. I had to learn. I had to take my bumps and bruises and learn the hard way. And so my thing now has always been to give back, cause it's not about me. I've, you know, I've done a lot of stuff already, you know, and, and I will continue to do more, but it's not about me and in, in the spotlight being on me. It's about what's next, it's about the future. And so everything to me is about is about the, the what's coming behind us. The, the independent artist, the, 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 the guy that's sitting in his bedroom right now trying to figure it all out and trying to figure out like well, how, where is he going to fit in and who's going to help him. Well, it's, it's about all of us communicating together and working it out because I have things that I can offer and you have things that you can offer. And I'm always willing to learn. I'm always seeking to learn. That's awesome. Very cool. So,
1: thank you for coming in. We know that you got to get on the road here. So, um, I'm going to wrap it up. We're going to let the music play out. And uh, we're going to be giving away tickets to the showcase starring Hank. What are you going to be yeah. doing tomorrow night?
2: Well, I'm going to be playing a bunch of bunch of new techno stuff that, okay. I, that I put together. And, and to put some stuff together. But I also want to give a shout out to Striz and Searchlight. Because they're going to be coming down. And MC Zulu is going to be also there. And uh, I believe it was... Some DJ Warp? DJ
1: Warp. So, yeah. How did I forget? Speaking of community, the Chicago community is coming together to yes. play with Hank and tomorrow night.
2: And we're creating a revolution, so you need to come down and check it
1: out. It's it. Chop Shop, Chop 10 p.m. Stop, stop, stop. We're giving away a pair of tickets a little bit later, so keep it tuned in here on Abstract Science. That's right. W-L-U-W 88.7 right FM. <laughs> Big shout out to Hank Shockley from Public Enemy and the Bomb Squad, among other things. And then, of course, the folks from the Chicago International Movies and Music Fest for helping us put that interview together. Check out cimmfest.org to learn more about the schedule for everything that's going on this weekend. Make sure you stop by, well, actually get tickets as soon as you can to stop by the Logan Square Theater to catch the 808 documentary that's going on tomorrow night at 9 p.m. and then cruise out to the after party with Hank, DJ Searchlight, Striz, and Warp alongside MC Zulu at Chop Shop First Ward tomorrow night. 10 p.m. It is a 21 and over show and we do also have a pair of tickets to give away to it if you would like to check it out. So be the third caller here in the studio at 773-508-WLUW. That's 773-508-9589 and a pair of tickets to tomorrow night's show with Hank Shockley, Searchlight, Striz, Warp, and MC Zulu are yours. Don't wait. 11 o'clock and you are listening to 88.7 FM WLUW, the Chicago Sound Alliance, broadcasting from the campus of Loyal University. This is Abstract Science. I've been your host for the past hour alongside the one and only, the world famous Hank Shockley. I am Mr. Joshua, if I forgot to mention that. And up next, we've got my co-host, steering you through to the midnight hour, Luke Stokes. Keep it locked here on WLUW 88.7 FM for abstract science.
0: Listening to abstract science. I'm your host at the moment, Luke Stokes. Going to run down what you've just been listening to. The last track there, Andy Stott with "How It Was." It's off the "Faith in Strangers" on Modern Love, just seeing its release at the end of uh, 2014. Before that, Vessels with Glass Lake. It's off the Dilate album on Bias Recordings. New music. From Biosphere before that, Norwegian ambient producer, alongside Death Prod, that's off their latest Stater. Name of the track is called Space is Fizzy, and that's on Touch Recordings out of the UK. Starting us out tonight, Dorian Concept with Anne River, that's Bibio on the remix. Joined ends remix EP, brought to you by Ninja Tune Records. Music here in the background for sopa this is a track called reversible epiphany this is off the album a luck dream kit by n5md lots of new music coming your way tonight we got some new stuff from mitchna 07 fort romeo uh, gonna take it back a little bit to some old school uh, blue note jazz recordings here a little bit later in the show But keep it locked. This is Abstract Science every Thursday night, bringing you future music, innovative electronic music and its roots. I'm your host, Luke Stokes. Keep it locked. Thank you. listening to Abstract Science. I'm your host at the moment, Luke Stokes. Thanks for tuning in on another uh, Thursday night here in Chicago and all you listeners out there on the internet. Music here in the background, Fort Romeo. This is off the track, uh, this is the track lately, off of the album Insides on Ghostly International. Before that, new music from Zero Seven, a track called 400 Blows. John Wizards on the remix, that's off EP3 on Cobalt. Before that, music from Michna, that's off of the album Thousand Thursday, also on Ghostly International, the name of that track, Death Pits of Wrath, and just before that was Chrisopa with Reversible Epiphany, off of the album A Luck Dream Kit on N5MD. Got some more music coming your way, I've got about another... 22 minutes here in the set going to try and cram in everything I can thanks again 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 for tuning in for more information on this program and uh, to catch out some uh, some of the other playlists over the last 900 shows you can head on over to abstractscience.net keep it locked you're listening to WLUW
4: hochlebe die Betonfee, kleine Vögel, Fische, Pflanzen. Ich will nur auf Beton tanzen zurück. Ich will zurück. fake circle, mauve, midnight, blue, brown, and purple, your fading gift that remains. With a temperature of 103, that's how temperature my cheek can
0: Thanks for tuning in on another Thursday night here to Abstract Science on WLUW. Music there finishing up Porticio. That's off of the uh, album Living Fields on Counter and Ninja Tune Records. Into the track 101 featuring Joe Newman. New music from Commer Flimmer, collective that was off of uh, their new release on Stabgold, Dissauroi? Dissauroi? I'm gonna butcher that a little bit. With a track called Zuruch Zum Biton. Just before that, going back to uh, the 19 early 1960s, Horace Silver with k Passa. That was a trio version of the album Song For My Father on Blue Note Recordings. Default, here in the background, Check called Total Recall of the Black Book EP on blo- Plug Research. For more information on this show, AbstractScience.net. Check called Total Recall of the Black Book EP on blo- Plug Research.